0: Welcome to Dr. Lovely's Couch Cafe. Mind, it so is your host, whew, your Dr. Lovely here. I give all glory and honor unto the God of my forefathers and the God of your forefathers, Yahuwah Sabaoth. I am Grateful to have breath in my body, the ability to move around and do things. Because today, as I was telling the homie Adonaya before I started this and got the call I received that caused me to be doing this podcast today. Because I wasn't going to do it because I did it yesterday. Even though I didn't get a chance to do both chapters. I told him, I said, you know what? Ever since I started this fast, this is day three. Something goddamn goes on. I said, I need to just go ahead and. Do a blog or some recording about every day of this, this fast. Because one, I cannot exceed what the hell is going on here to anything I've ever experienced since I've been fasting. Mind you now. Whew. Grateful to be here, to move, to do, to see, to be able to comprehend and have a whole lot of other things going on in my life. I'm feeling grateful, much gratitude today. It has been a day. Started off this morning. in front of the 16th street church where the four girls were killed, bombed, and in the park. And there were elements to Birmingham I didn't know. So I begin my day with knowing the historical factors of the struggles of black people in this country but how Birmingham was the sound that was heard all across the world. Because of Birmingham, many other people had revolutionary events. It is a place of rich history. It is a place Of rich history, I did not know Birmingham used to be Creek territory. But as the day progressed, I come home. I take a nap because I I went to bed late last night. I get up. I go do my food boxes. And for some reason today, goddamn, it wasn't much food. So they had a shipment of watermelons come in. So I decided to wait out for the watermelons. So this put me way behind my schedule today. So by the time I pull up to the church, I had an older lady and her friend that drove her around, you know, to pick up her box. So normally when the church is not open, I just start breaking down my boxes first. So it starts raining. So I'm carrying the box into the church. And as I'm doing this, I make sure I put a box together for the two women who are waiting for me to come in. So I put the boxes together. I gave them their boxes, gave them a watermelon, and then they went on their way. So I just kept putting the boxes in the church well nobody was showing up. So I said, you know what? Let me just break these boxes down and let me deliver them like I normally do. So I go deliver my first box and I get to <laughs> this lady's house. Mind you now, goddamn. When I first started working in the community, As the president of the CDC, she gave me the hardest time out of anybody else. And that's why I said, um, when you are genuine and you have a giving and loving heart towards people, they're either going to love you or hate you. And she's been so sweet to me because most of our people come into our neighborhoods and they take from the neighborhood. They don't give back. And I guess after she realized I didn't come there to take, everything kind of subsided. So as I'm bringing her box, her husband comes outside to kind of get the watermelons out the um, trunk. So I also had gift bags for the fathers in the community. So I was getting a a bag. (sighs) So as I... And grabbing another watermelon out of the car, he falls to the ground. And I'm thinking he tripped. But when I got up on him, I realized he was seizing. Thank God for having um, CPR lessons. Mind you, when I took it, I was like, I always take CPR classes, but I've never been able to have to use them. Really? So as I turned him over on his back, I could see that his he was struggling to breathe. So as I laid him on his back, I tilted his head open, which opens up the airways. But at one point, I think he stopped breathing. And when I couldn't see his chest rise, I just started praying over him. I'm praying. And I'm praying. And I'm praying. And when I finished, a few seconds later, he opens up his eyes. He said, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I said, praise God. Praise God. So as he was assuring his wife that he was okay, and I'm cradling the back of his head, He began to get up or sit up. So I told him to hold on and just wait a few seconds till he can get the strength he needed to get up. So as he get up, he's still falling over. So I'm holding him tightly to brace him so he can get up the stairs to sit in the chair. And I sat with him and his wife is so scared. And you know how wives are when husbands are hard headed and they've been trying to get them to go to the doctor. So he had scratched his head, he hit his head on the pavement. So she I sent her inside just to kinda give it, you know, give him some breath. And I and I sat down and I said, you know. You know she's worried about you. And I know how black men are when it comes to going to the hospital. I said, please make sure you take care of yourself. Because you already know, God damn it, She gonna nag you till you do. And he kept trying to get up and I said, please don't just, just sit down. Say, I'm okay, I'm okay. So I hear the ambulance coming. And I didn't want to walk away until they got there. They get there, I tell them that he had a grand mal seizure so that they would know exactly what took place. Firemen just pretended like I wasn't even there. Normally they ask questions to see what was going on. But um, I just took off and finished delivering the rest of the boxes. So as I'm driving through the neighborhood, I get flagged down by one of the neighbors the man in the neighborhood. So he said, um, how you doing? I said, I'm well. I said, well, I have some watermelons. Would you like one? And he said, sure. He said, you Dr. K, right? I said, yeah. And he said, I just want to say thank you for all that you've done in this neighborhood. He said, I really appreciate you. And if you ever need anything from me, just let me know. Now, mind you, I had become so frustrated with running this, um, this organization and I was going to give up and just release it and stop doing the work because I've just been like really overwhelmed and frustrated by it. So, but after today, right? And seeing the look upon his face when I pulled up and he recognized that's what my name was. And it was funny because he was like, I'm coming down to the church. (laughs) And I'm like, I ain't at the church, nigga, goddamn. But nonetheless, right? And remember when I talked about how um, important it is for people to see other people in the community doing the work. Mind you, the thing that really solidified my work ethic today was that it was pouring down raining. And I was outside (laughs) passing out boxes in the rain. So, when they see that someone is that dedicated to taking care of others in the neighborhood, it means the world to them. So, after I'm done, I come home, take a bath, because, nigga. And I was just sitting here studying the word today. And, um... As I was reading Isaiah chapter 11... (sighs) I'm reading, you know... And as I'm reading, I'm looking at these... Terms in this chapter. Because there's mention of animals and whatnot. But, um... This is normally where they say that there's a discussion of Jesus being there because it says unto his child's bar or, or the seed of Jesse. Um the root of Jesse that comes up out of, you know, Jerusalem. And as I'm studying, certain things pop up, so I'm starting to research some things and I find that um some of the tribes had these um, representations or something. I, I guess I could say it like that. It kind of seemed to like a mascot or whatnot. And I run upon um, California. I'm looking at the Native American tribe in California because I was looking up um, the calf and this particular name pops up of the natives there and the name is uh, Shemash and it's a Hebrew word for the Torah and the Tanakh a book, right? In California you feel me? And I'm like, Father God, thank you so much because I, I just I'm grateful that he keeps revealing so it gets to a point where I'm I'm like, keep seeing this stuff. And I I call my friend Adonai because, you know, he's pretty much well versed in in the subject. So as we talking and telling him about what happened yesterday with the woman with the eyes, right? And I said, nigga, I ain't never seen anything like that before. He said, you done leveled up. Now, I believe it was about two months ago that I was fasting, half assedly anyway, and God was saying that I'm trying to get you to a place that you will be at a particular level because you have to be here for a purpose and the things that I have for you. So now that I'm determined to get my life on track, to get my relationship with Yahweh solidified, all kinds of shit is happening. But nonetheless, he is still God. So as I'm talking to my friend Adaniah, I get a call from my coworker, And he said, has anybody from work called you yet? I said, no. He said, um, did you know that so-and-so died? I said, no. He said, yeah, he went into the hospital today and he had an aneurysm and died. Well, for two days straight, I pleaded with him to go to the doctor. Had he went Wednesday when when I first told him to go, he would still be alive today. This man died alone by himself. What a way to die! He has no loved ones, no one to plan for his funeral, nothing. We take life for granted. I told my friend Ananaya. I said, this has been a wild ass year. Father God in heaven, we give you glory and honor because you are worthy. We take God for granted. We take our lives for granted. We take other people for granted. And mind you, I've been praying through the week for a purpose. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Almighty Father, for the persecution. We thank you, Father, for the tribulations. We sow selfish people we don't take other people's feelings into consideration we we don't care about what's going on in the lives of the people who are connected to us we don't call folks to check on them to see how they are doing We speak disrespectful and negative shit to others. We are a horrid people. Horrid. And the thing that really frustrates me is... Is when you don't have a problem With helping people And give God glory For being who I am And what I am For taking The word in its fullness And seeking to do the best I can daily By those whom I love By those who I'm connected to By those who I'm serving Father God in heaven We will learn to do better To treat people better Because again this man died today Alone By himself Nobody to call to see if they're doing okay Mind you And not to speak ill of the dead, but he had a very nasty disposition. There were days that he was just being annoying. And he would be standing at the window staring weirdly (laughs) at me. But I was told that, that he had a crush on my ass. We'd be standing at the window. He's dead. And nobody to come and plan his death for him. But only to those whom he worked with inside the place in which he works, to mourn his death. When will we learn?
1: Let me get my glasses
0: so I can go on and do chapter 11, since I didn't get to do it yesterday. Treat people with respect. Take care of the people you love. Be honorable in your actions. Do right by others. Do right by others. Because we don't. Make sure you spend time with the people you love and that love you. Stop being takers and learn how to give. Stop being disrespectful. Praise God. Let's get to it real quick. I remember, I was using the Hebrew text because this other text is driving me nutness. Okay, chapter one, and it shall come forth that a shoot out of the stock of Jesse and a twig shall grow for ah oh, nigga, goddamn. Okay, okay. Now see, it's kind of remind me of Daniel a little bit, and what I mean by that is, you know how Daniel talks about the um, the ten nations, and how the horns grow out of the. Oh no, oh nigga, Revelations, nigga, goddamn. That's that's what that is. that's where that's at. Yes, that's that, that yes. Oh, come on. Okay, okay. Moving on. And a twig shall grow forth out of its roots, and the spirit of Yahuwah shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding, and the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of Yahuwah. And his delight shall be in the fear of Yahuwah. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, meaning the Ruach HaKodesh will be his guide. You know how you hear me talk about how I be like people be doing some fucked up shit sometimes, but, you know, it don't negate the fact that I can see inside that there is goodness in them. Cause, cause they're dealing with people out of their wounds and circumstances, which is the reason why they tend to act, but in the inside of the person, something in them is deadly inside of them, good innately that, you know, that if they had the right people around them to sow love and compassion and grow what's in them, that there would be a different person, you know, that part. And neither decide after the hearing of ears, meaning the things in which you hear will not impact what you see. You know, sometimes people could come around and they'd be like, oh, you know, they'll be messing with her because, you know, X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, they need to be doing X, Y, and Z. And you don't go by what other people say because you judge the person or the situation and circumstance based on what you get from God. Because see, it takes some things that we should be able to do in order to get proper judgment. Because truly, judgment still has to take place. Yeah. But righteousness shall be. Shall he judge the poor? He shall judge its poor righteousness, and decide with equity for the meek. Of the land, the meek, the righteous, those that operate in righteousness, they're considered the meek because they are um humble. Meek is another word for saying someone walks in humility, and he shall smite the land with the rod of his mouth, meaning. When he speaks some things, something transform and takes place. You speak the word, and something happens and with his breath and with the breath of his lips, shall he slay the wicked meaning he gonna correct them with the words. It's a prophet here because those words are set to cut down and Make you uncomfortable so you feel some type of way. Because when them words speak, they cut. And you recall me saying over and over again. That your words. Or the words of a prophet. Are supposed to cut. Because if they don't cut, means you're beyond reproach. Meaning you have no hope in changing anything. That's why they cut. Because they're supposed to hurt. Because you know. What you're doing is wrong or incorrect That's why you get cut Because inwardly in your spirit man You know That you are wrong in your actions So you get hurt Hmm. And the righteousness Shall be the girdle of his loins He had a built you know the belt is hold your pants up is in order to hold something up. And faithfulness, the girdle of his reins. Reins or reins is an item of the horse where you hold. You know the reins you pull it. it is the purpose is to guide. Yeah. So, faithfulness is the girdle of his reins. He holds fast in his faithfulness to do what it is he's instructed to do. Meaning, he's not going to waver in it. Meaning, he's going to stand flat footed, 10 toes deep in this thing, and ain't nothing nobody can do to change his mind. You feel me? Because once you've made up in your mind, God, for God, I live and for God, I'll die and I won't turn back. This is the direction I'm going and nothing will get in my way. And the wolf shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard shall lie with the, lie down with the kid and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. Well, If you're really paying attention to what's being said here You already know it got something to do with some constellations But you're going to understand as soon as I continue on And the cow and the bear shall feed And their young ones shall lie down together And the lion shall eat straw like the ox And the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp A s -S 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 P, asp, meaning a small European viper with an upturned snout. It's also known as a European freshwater fish. Huh. I might think it might be the fish and it probably is representing the, the constellation of Pisces. Just moving on. And the winged child shall put his hand on the bilisk den, uh, or bilask den, which means a oh, nickel. What was it? The base trees in Ireland are the bilask- I knew exactly the fuck I seen that before. Is a, is interpreted to be a serpent king, Father God in heaven. What was it? <laughs> yeah. See, this is this is this particular thing is associated with the Catholic Church because that's what I was studying when I found out what this damn thing is, and the den of the seed of the serpent. What was it? They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of Yahuwah as the waters cover the sea. Father God, come on here now. And it shall come to pass in that day that the root of Jesse that standeth for an ensign of the peoples unto him, Shall the nation see once again? God damn it. we talking about the nation of uh, uh Jude here. Father God, Father God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, come on here now. And unto him shall the nation seek semicolon and his resting place shall be glorious. And it shall come to pass in that day that Yahuwah will set his hand. Again, the second time to recover the remnant of his people. What was it? I didn't told you, niggas. I didn't told you. See, if you keep reading on, you'll get where we are with it. So once again, he's not talking about Jesus, goddamn. He's referring to the people here. But you know what I'm talking about, right? That that Yahuwah will set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people that shall remain from Assyria and from Egypt and from Petros and from Cush and from Elam and from Shinar and from Hamith and from the islands of the sea. Well, what was it? Well, when it came to the disbursement, the island of the sea could not only represent nothing more than um, England and um, Scotland and Ireland, the islands of the sea. Father God, what was it? Moving on, niggas, goddamn. And he will set. Up an ensign for the nations and will assemble the dispersed of Israel and gather together the scattered of Judah. Father God, what What I'm going to say? What I say? What I say? What I say? Uh huh. Yeah. All that part from the four corners of the earth. This is the last disbursement. I'm just saying here. And the in and the envy also of uh, Ephraim shall depart. And they shall not, I mean, and they that harass Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah. And Judah shall not vex Ephraim. Now, watch this watch this because this is about to blow your mind hold on one second hold on let me go back up here this is where I was at I'm sorry I had lost my place Okay, Okay, I'm going to go back up here a little bit. So there's a prophecy concerning um, Ephraim and Manasseh. And and Ephraim and Manasseh were pretty much the the sons of Joseph. And they were taken in um, to um, the covenant, not as sons of... Isaac but I mean well as they were adopted in as sons of Isaac but they were the children of Joseph but they, adoption took forth because of what had happened to Josephs and how his brother had tried to kill him so um, you have something that takes place that had never t- t- taken place before when it came to the people and um, their inheritance so here it is this is the prophecy right while prophesying over joseph's son ephraim and manasseh joseph crossed his hands over their hands you know how y'all shake people's hands and and, and um you know and, and it's like they made a cross and they're shaking each other's hand like that and not intentionally but just happen to shake their hands in in a place where that your hands cross um making the symbol of the paleo-hebrew letter Tav like the letter T or X in the alphabet which resembles a cross and in the ancient hebraic scripture and according to some hebrew scholars the pictographically means sign of the covenant well According to Christianity, the cross is supposed to be the sign of the renewed or new covenant, not the one that the father gave, but the one that Christianity indoctrinated as the sign of the cross as a covenant, because that wasn't the sign of the original covenant. This was created due to Christianity. But let's keep going. Because the plot thickens. Ooh! Now I know. Now I know. All right. Which reason? Oh, nigga! Remember, I told you that that serpent represented the Catholic Church, right? Oh, niggas, y'all finna get it. This is this is about to be deep. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch this. Watch this. Um, and in the ancient Hebrew script, and according to some Hebrew scholars. Pictographically means sign of the covenant, right? Joseph then spoke of the heavenly messenger, the Hebrew word Malek, right? Which they say is angel. Well, Malek also can mean king, right? In most Bibles of Yahuwah, the... Uh, pre-incarnate supposed to be Jesus, right? (laughs) The sign of the cross is the representation of Jesus, right? Who had redeemed him from all evil? Mind you now. But watch, watch. Who we? Father, come on here now. Jacob then prophesied that the descendants of Ephraim and Manasseh would become like fish in the midst of the land. Remember, the Catholic Church is also known as the Holy See, right? And also remember, uh, the, the Catholic Church takes it to a whole nother level. But, mind you now, Mr. Cristoforo Colombo now goddamn. Was commissioned to take control of Israel. By who? The papacy. And see what we, 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 I didn't get to yesterday. When I was going over that scripture. And I was talking about certain stuff. But remember this thing. Oh my God. Ooh, ooh. Remember I talked about how he came. And we were talking about the decrees. The un, unrighteous decrees. The manifest destiny. Was an unrighteous decree. The representation of the manifest destiny. Was. That any. Now, the Catholic Church was ahead of all the earth. And it was their responsibility to Christianize the earth. And anybody who was not a Christian was deemed a heathen or a heretic. And they did not have access to ownership of their own lands. Rendering that we could come in and conquer you and take your land because you're not a Christian... uh-huh what was it yes huh father all right now goddamn hold on hold on man. hold on jacob then prophesied that the descendants of ephraim and manasseh would become like fish in the midst of the land some people say a representation of <coughs> of england It was a prophecy that went forth of the two brothers. Now Ephraim would be a collection of nations, not just one. But that Manasseh would be a nation, but just one solid nation, but it would be large. Yeah, let's get to it. Um, The prophecy is found in... um, The redeem him from evil, all evil, was in Genesis 31, 11 through 13. And then the the one about the fish is in Genesis um, 48, uh, 14 through 16. But let's get to the next part. The light of the prophetic symbol. Prophetic symbol indeed. Which presents day religious group would qualify as having fulfilled Jacob's prophecy as to who the descendants of Ephraim and Manasseh would be. <laughs> Which reign on earth uses the fish as their symbol? <laughs> Christians, nigger. Christians do Ah uh, Sucky Father Niggas. Yep mm-hmm we ain't done yet let's keep going huddle on up and let's get busy with it Father. yeah yeah uh-huh uh-huh hold on, hold on. i left my spot left my spot dang it dang it okay symbol um speaks of a messenger Mind you, the name is Manasseh. Very similar to Messiah. Is it not? Father God in heaven? What was it? Nikos. Nikos. Oh shit, niggas. Ah oh, shit, niggas. Okay. Alright, 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 alright. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 I left my place again. Uh, he's signing across. I I forgot my place. Okay, physical symbol speaks of a messenger from Yahuwah as their redeemer. (laughs) And has the sign of the Paleo-Hebrew letter Tav. Which looks like a cross. The Buddhists, the Muslims, the Hindus, and the Jewish people Nah, only the Christians, niggas. None of, those, none of those people have a symbol of a cross, but there's, there's not so much true, right? Because they do. Because the, the um swastika is actually a broken cross. It's the same goddamn thing. They just broke the arm of it, but it's still a cross. And it solidifies the shit I've been saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Father, my boss, it? you've done it again. Yes, you have, niggas. He proved me to be correct. You know how he proved me to correct? Because all of those nations mentions have the symbol of the cross attached to it. It does. And just like I said before, niggas, the representation of Christianity in a lot of the reflection of these religions is the advent of the Catholic Church. In order to lead y'all niggas astray and make you think that all the world's nations of religions are very similar to Christianity. Therefore, it doesn't really matter what God you serve because they're already the same. The only thing is, is semantically, y'all haven't decided on the name of the God. But technically, when you look at it, they all looking for a what? A Messiah niggas. All except us Torah and Tanagali to niggas. Father, what was it? Ah, uh, niggas. Ah, shit, niggas. It's okay, it's okay. I ain't done yet, though. Peep this shit now, goddamn. Many Christians are without a doubt the literal descendants of Ephraim and Manasseh. Well, considering, once again, one of the tribes' name is Manasseh, very uh, uh, close to the term Messiah, uh, it's a possibility, niggas, that the followers of the Messiah is Manasseh. Just saying, God damn it. Just saying. Remember, it said they would be, Vanessa would be a multitude of of what? Nations. A multitude of nations. Mm-hmm, 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 yep, mm mm-hmm. Let's not forget about they came out of what? Egypt, next. They mamas were Egyptian. Maybe them Kemetic niggas is right About Christianity being the same shit Because you know what Those two brothers Came up out of Egypt Father what was it Father So wouldn't they just be really Reiterating the same shit Because you know They talk about Christianity's connection to Egyptian Mythology What was it Niggas Alright niggas The ritualistic practices of the Catholic Church are said to have come up out of Egypt. Would that not make sense? Would that not be connecting the goddamn dots? I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Many of these unsaved descendants of Ibrahim will recognize Yeshua as their Messiah on the day that he returns to Jerusalem. Ah, shit, niggas. Um, father, is he returning goddamn? Did he ever come? I don't know. Maybe, maybe niggas. The New Testament folks are nothing more than the same folks. I don't know yet, but it looked like we got a little bit of knowledge in this thing today, didn't we? Now watch as we tie it all back in. Let's get to it. Ooh, niggas. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hold on. Let's get to it. And Yahuwah will utterly destroy the tongue of the sea of each of the Egyptian sea. And with his scorching wind, will he shake his hand over the river and will smite it into seven streams and cause men to march over dry shod. And there shall be a highway for the remnant of his people that shall remain from Assyria like as there was for Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Egypt. That's the end. Father God in heaven, make us. Date three. We give you glory and honor, Father, because you are worthy. You are the sustainer and the lifter up of my head. You guide and you protect and you give and you show forth. And you reveal all things unto your children. There is nothing you will hide from us when we we seek you in fullness. When we're obedient to your word that we do not slack because you never slack concerning your promises. Niggas, I can't complain. At the end of the day, God will provide. He always does. He takes care of us. But where have you set your eyes on? Did you put your eyes upon him that you might be guided by him? Are you following what he's told you to do? Are you keeping Torah? Are you observing the moedims, the pointed times? Are you keeping the Shabbat, the Sabbath day? And niggas, hell no, it ain't Sunday. Now it might fall on a Sunday from time to time. But it's not a fixed Sunday. Oh, Father God in heaven, bless your children. Guide us. Keep our feet on a lidded path that we won't deviate from you. Don't remove your hedges round about us. But keep us protected under the shadow of you. Begin to expose a truth that you guide us in understanding your word continually. Teach us forgiveness. Show us compassion. Let us walk in love and understanding of another man's plight. Let we learn to work together. Let families be joined together correctly under you, Father God. You cover the man and his woman. That you bring harmony back into their homes. That they learn to become one in all things. That the woman learns to let the husband lead in righteous judgment. That she falls subjective of under her husband's tutelage as he continues to lead them right down the path to you. So we give you glory and honor today that you cover your people. That you guide us and that you show us understanding in you give us the desire to seek you daily let us not depart from you nor walk away from you but that you pull us closer and closer daily that we become so close that we become enmeshed and one with you that the husband and his wife become so close that they're enmeshed and have become one in you Let the family come together and be so close and enmeshed that they have become one in you. That the community, Father God, of your people be so enmeshed that they become one in you. Father God, we give you glory and honor today because you're worthy. And you provide for us abundantly. You're never slack concerning your promises. You are not a man that you may lie. Nor son of man that you might. Heir. Hallelujah to your name. In your name, Yahuwah, Sava'ot. May you bless the children with Barakah today. Barakah tomorrow. That you wash them. And purify them. And remove anything within them that is not like you. That you pour your spirit upon them. That they may stand fully in you in all things. In Yahuwah's name again. I pray. Amin, Amin. Thank you, family. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a second date. When well, I promised it was short, it wasn't too long. Thank God for that. So, I will talk to you later. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Please, please, above all things. Um, oof. Yeah, that was some good stuff tonight. And, Anna and I, you got goddamn. I thank you for being a teaching teacher to me. I pray that God continues to bless you for being a covering even when you didn't have to be. I appreciate that. Well, family, it's time. But niggas go to sleep. I'm tired. It's been a long day. So keep me praying. I mean, keep me in your prayers. And if nobody's ever told you they love you, know that I do. I love you. I appreciate you. And remember you are the um, chosen seed commanded to be a holy people. Yahuwah said be ye holy for he is holy walk in righteousness never let Torah depart from you that it forever be a part of your heart and your mind I'm a living witness of the greatness that God can do and he continues to bless me daily I'm looking forward to seeing what happened tomorrow God dog Transformation all around. Shalom, salim, shalom, whichever one you choose. Peace, family, and blessings.